Welcome back to the Dylan Lions podcast with your host Alicia Solomon and Megan Hines, where every week we talk the challenge and we're on episode four of the Challenge World Championships, where the legends are ruining the game. Go figure. Down, down, down. Are we surprised? (laughs) (laughs) No surprise. Like, if the legends are ruining it, but the actual legends, the OG ladies, have been providing us quality content. As in Kellyanne? Yes. <laughs> no, I'm like, who else are you talking about? <laughs> hey, Kellyanne, John A, Jody got feisty this episode. So, you know, my hair for it, you know. You gotta stick it to where it hurts. Because it hurts people more when you do something to someone they love than to them. So, <laughs> we're gonna get into this episode, the aftermath of Kellyanne versus John A, where John A called Kellyanne a liability. And Kellyanne said that she knew that she can't trust anyone in the house. Tristan is trying to put out fires that she's starting. And he really wants to just be under the radar because people are already going to keep saying their names every week to go in. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it again happen this week. So it it's, it's going to happen until somebody is able to break the chain of them saying someone else's name. Yeah. And... Wes is all in everyone's face. We saw him talking to Grant and Troy, and he was just always talking about something. And people are clocking his tea that he is very calculated, and he will try and get in where he can fit in anybody and eat his way out of conversations and whatnot. And the MVPs are really peeping game. Like, they know, like, this is Wes. Like, sure, he said they're fanboying, but they're peeping game. They know what Wes is, and they're trying to tread around that. Yeah, I, I don't think that anyone is unfamiliar with Wes's game at this point, especially someone like Johnny. So they know what's up with Wes. Wes just likes to hear himself talk, essentially. And even if people have watched him previously on the show, they don't really care about his business ventures, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> and Naya knew that her and Rodri were going to be a target moving forward a little bit because the house is trying to get rid of the Argentinians. And Naya also shared that she had a health scare that really made her reassess a lot of things in her life. And she's working to be better about that. Yeah, I'm glad that she was able to open up and share that because we did see that Naya was supposed to be on another, something else that she was supposed to be on and she missed it. And then she came back and now she's available for uh, the championship. So I hope that she gets better. I'm glad that she's okay and she's here. And that vaping is no joke. So you just be careful with what you're doing out here and what you're intaking and inhaling, essentially. Yeah. And Danny and Grant are plotting on the legends, starting off with Wes and Jordan. But Danny knows that he can't really go after Jordan as much as he wants to because Tori would not budge when it comes to him. And but he's like at the end of the day like I'm here for myself and I'm trying to get me and you to win and she might try trying to do it but you know Tori that's not gonna happen 
yeah, I mean, the one thing I liked about this episode with Danny exploiting this in the relationship early is that he's saying something early. Now, for me, later on, we'll get into it and how it kind of played out in the voting system, but there is such a thing as playing your cards too early. And I do like the fact that he's standing firm and trying to pretty much find his position in this relationship early and saying, hey, Tori, we're partners. You're not partnered with Jordan. You're not partnered with Casey. You're not partnered with anyone else that you have played previous seasons with. And so your best interest and my best interest have to align. And at some point, it's going to collide with somebody who you're cool with. So we need to get on the same page now. But I'm glad that Danny is not laying down and rolling over, essentially, because that's what a lot of people have done in the previous seasons of the show and just let the vets run it over. And then that's how we get the whack-ass seasons that we get. Like, this is giving the politics, the social game that we want to see and just giving it a little bit of umph and not just the same monotonous stuff that we see every single season with the vets being able to just roll over. Yeah, we got that a little break, obviously, in this episode, too, with the vets taking the reins of the week. But we'll get into that later on. Getting into the daily challenge, Brianni is back to his TJ with it, along with the next elimination. And they're playing a game called Gates to Hell, where they're going to be racing from one gate to another within 30 seconds. And as one gate is raised and they run the other one is going down and you have to get under that one as it's closing and if only one partner doesn't make it then they are out and they have to continue this process until there's one team left remaining if it gets to a stalemate the at least if one partner gets under then that team wins but there is a discrepancy about that that somebody tweeted about which i'll get to in the untweet segment but yeah we had basically six rounds. The first round, everybody was safe. And round two, that was the round that got a lot of people out. I don't think I really like this challenge. It just gave me Astro World. Like, why are people getting stampeded? Like, this is not something that we should be promoting. I get that the gates are protected at the bottom, but the shoving, the pushing, the trampling, the stampeding, it just gave me claustrophobia and I wasn't even there. Like, I just didn't like the idea of this challenge. I feel like they had enough people to split it up into two heats where they could have had the the people in those two heats come together and battle it out there. But, like, everyone at one time, like, that just gave me anxiety watching it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it was too many people just doing it. Cause I'm like, people could have got hurt because Rodri was already hurt. And him doing this was going to make his injury even worse. And... It was just a lot. But in like I said, round two, that was when the majority of the group got out. The teams that were out were Naya and Rodrigo, Amber and Troy, John A and Grant, Yes and Emily, Darrell and Kiki. Who Kiki, she did a dive over somebody, which helped her um later on. And Kelly and Tristan, Jordan and Kaz, Bananas and Justine and Ben and Casey and Theo and Sarah were all out in round two. Which left Jody and Ben Ha, Wes and Zara, and Tori and Danny to duke it out. Wes and Zara were using animal instincts in this round. Zara was getting her confidence up and really going at Tori and Jody. Yeah, I mean, Zara has shown that she is a good competitor. 
And I think that between those three, I really loved seeing Jody and Benha being in that top three, just because what they have been through in the past three weeks and essentially coming back from having somebody else being eliminated, like they're trying to get Argentina a win. And so I like seeing them together. I feel like they actually show that they made a great pair. I really like Jody. I liked her in All Stars, and I hope that she continues to show up to these kind of things. But like, I I want to see them continue to grow in, in the challenge and not being eliminated. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of authors, the Greek salad debacle is still hilarious. <laughs> Ayana, Ayana, Ayana is just a legend off of her own, and that salad, like that salad. That salad was <laughs> the salad rampage. Like, bro, that was one for the ages. I, I gotta was. watch the episode because she really <laughs> went off on that girl for a salad. Like, come on now. Come on. I ate your salad. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we were talking like, wait, yeah, Jody was on that, and like Jody was going. Oh, was very mute <laughs> during that rant. What what could anyone else say? Like what Jody really couldn't even what was she what would she be saying? You know? I don't know. Because Ayana just showed like she was not playing. She's she she yeah. playing a my game. She playing my yeah. game. <laughs> and so round three all the all three teams were safe. And round four, that's when Jody and Ben Ha got out because Jody couldn't make it to that second gate. And in round five, Zara was really sliding with ease, using her athleticism, long legs to push herself under the gate. And I was like, this is why she was in the final. This is why she's one of my favorites for this season. She's been killing it. And going against a brolic lady in Tori, love that for me. Because Zara, the pretty girl, who isn't brolic. <laughs> To see her go against Tori, love that. <laughs> you can't go against somebody. It's like '98 baseball. Like she's like steroid rage, and then you got Zara, who's on the other side of it. Like we can't even compare the two. They're not comparable. Mm-mm. And in round six, that was the final round, which confused me as it being the final round because if it was a stalemate then Wes would have actually gotten to win. But it wasn't a stalemate. They just said, okay, we're going to stop at that round six. Production makes up rules as they go. So it's not surprising. And I think that this just shows that they did. Because I feel like if they didn't just make it up as they go, Danny and Tori probably would have won. And yeah, I, I, I just can't with some of the things that just production just pulls out of their ass. Like, it's really amazing to see it at some point. Because this is like, why are you playing with me? Like, I'm watching this. Even though you edited it and you left out things, I'm still seeing the trickery that y'all are pulling. Yeah. Like, at one point, people, like, I saw a a screen grab of, at one point, Theo and Sarah, they were, I think, in. But they had edited it out really weird. And I was like, y'all are not well. Production is not well. We've known this for a while, but y'all are not well when y'all just tricking us. Like, we know what we see, but it's just like y'all are being weird. So, that in the final, because Wes cartwheeled in the middle of his little run and swept his body under the gate, him and Zara won this challenge. Yeah. 
Cool. <laughs> cool story. Yeah, so last place player was actually Naya. Because thanks to Kiki kind of bulldozing herself over people, that saved her. So that meant that Naya was the last woman, which meant that her and Rodrigo will be going straight to elimination. Yeah, I hated to see Naya go into elimination just because I'm rooting for her always. And I like Rodrigo. So it was kind of like, damn, like it kind of sucked to see her to be the last person be eliminated. But it was so many people that it was like it had to be super clear that she was the last person there because it was so many people that just didn't make it at that same time. Yeah. I digress. So following that, Bananas, Jordan, Justine, Theo, and Tori were game planning on keeping their votes simple and just continuing to say the same names and Kellyanne and Tristan and Jody and Benha just to keep that going. And then Grant called his group the Kangaroo Court and they were discussing how they wanted to do their vote. Grant wanted to target Jordan. They brought in Darrell, who said he wanted to play it safe because he doesn't want to piss people off. And I'm like, sir, I love you, but no. <laughs> like, everyone else, for the most part, in our Australia group, really, we're really wanting to push the envelope. And then we have Darrell coming in and saying, like, I, I don't want to do that. I think what Darrell was just being the voice of reason at that time, because really they didn't have the numbers to do it. Like, even though it was super early on in the game and it seems like everyone is on board with trying to get them out of the house early and get try to get the legends, you know, gone. They didn't have the numbers. And I feel like at that point, Darrell was making the right choice and saying, like, if we flip now and they see our hand, they're going to turn on us eventually come the next elimination, whoever ends up winning. So if y'all don't win, then we put yourself in a position where now somebody's getting voted out out of this mix of people. So that makes absolute sense. Like there's a such thing as showing your cards too soon. And I feel like even though they were trying to make a stand and saying, hey, let's try to get this moving and get them out of here. They didn't have the numbers because if they would have went in and try to pull that, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't add up. Yeah, I see that. Because people, people online were just like, wait, the girl, like, you're under the radar and you say getting eliminated at first chance by the vets. So are you going to work with us or not? Like, are you going to go against the grain or not? That's true. But it, I mean, Team USA and Team Australia are working together. And so it would have been a, a, a bump of heads because Johnny's on Team USA, Tori's on Team USA. We've seen how Tori bulldozed that elimination in the deliberation Danny didn't even get to say a word you feel me Johnny would have said like the numbers just wouldn't add up and so even though the USA and Australia was trying to work together and they're working together under the radar it makes sense not to turn you know so early because now it's just like all y'all about to get called out and then it's really going to be the vet alliance versus everybody in this house that's not a part of it and DeRose always the first one to go in that situation so you might as well just keep the numbers up that you have you have your alliances now that you can play with here and there and see what you got going on moving forward and you don't know who wins the daily challenges so it's it's week three for them week four for us but week three for them yeah and the, the usa group they gave tori the rundown of the options of kaylian and tristan and jordan and kaz Tori was trying to play it safe, obviously, because she's not going to say Jordan's name. And Danny wanted, said he wanted to be Tori's number one over Jordan because, like we mentioned, 
he's trying to play for himself. And if you're a partner, you need to align your goals with your partner. But because Tori is Tori, she's going to do her own thing. Right. And I, I think that's also where, again, I wish Danny didn't choose her because even though physically she may come with her strengths, socially she has her faults and part of it is her relationships. And even though, you know, Tori made it seem like the relationships was gonna what's going to carry some people, at some point y'all going to turn on each other. So yeah, that's true. Y'all have your relationships or whatever, but I just think that I don't, like that Danny's aligned with this because you know she's gonna ride oh my god Jordan's my ex oh my god I played with Casey oh my god I I know John oh my god Wes it's just like so many people was on her list it's like somebody gotta go like one or all gotta go so you might as well start picking these people off now but of course she's not going to so now Danny is left saying what should I do yeah and we go into nominations and Danny and Tori have first vote Tori says she did not want to create any more riffs. So I wrote they, then I did in parentheses. She <laughs> voted for Kelly and Tristan and Jody and Ben Hot. And you can see literally on Danny's face that he is pissed, but he's like, I gotta suck it up because I can't do nothing. He can't fight with her in front of everyone because then that shows dissension on the team, which then shows who he's working with, essentially, which is Theo, Theo, Sarah, Justine. By the way, Justine playing both sides. I like the vibe. But, you know, he's showing his hand, essentially, in who he's aligned with and what they want to do. And, of course, it's not working for each and every person. So now he's just going to have to sit there and eat that, which I hate for him because if he was on another team, he would be able to kind of have that same be like, hey, I played the game. This is what we should do rather than keep the stronger people there and all this other crap that, you know, people do in the game. Yeah. I, I did like the fact that, like, Justine was in that meeting with Bananas and them, and then she went back to Danny and Sarah and told them what was up. I'm like, I love her playing the game. It's like, the Love Island girls, like, we saw on the USA, USA season that they were fun and they were friendly and they could maneuver in different groups. And she's using that to her advantage. She's like all doe eyed when she's around bananas and like just sitting there observing everything. But, you know, obviously she's working with her peeps from the USA group and she's playing it smart. Like sometimes, you know, like with some people who are playing both sides, it doesn't work out for them. But I think with her, she's in a good spot right now because it's still early. Right. She's just adapting to her settings and surroundings, which is always what you should be able to learn and how to do in this house. Because if somebody's able to fish you out, then that puts more of a target on your back. Yeah. And Sarah and Theo also voted for Kellyanne and Tristan and Jody Benat. So essentially, all the USA people voted for Kellyanne and Tristan and Jody and Benat, along with Johnny and Grant, because Johnny was like, it's a game of numbers, whatever, sure. But Amber and Troy, they burned one of the votes on Sarah and Theo because Amber is respecting Naya's wishes on not voting for Jody and Benha because she didn't want to go against them and because of the countrymen angle. So she didn't want to do that. And, and her and Naya have a good budding friendship. So she was like, hey, I trust you. We're going to just keep it like that. Love that for Amber. And I mean, it's one of her traits that, people seem to hate but that's how you play 
a game and, and try to become friends with people and be loyal with someone and build that trust so that say that either one of them are back on the same show now you know that she has her back and vice versa like yeah. it's just it's just honest yeah and it's like and even though like they're on two separate groups as people they're cool they're not going to do that to another so it's all good and jordan and kaz burned their vote on dale and sarah to go along with their vote for Jody and Benha. And then Jody said she could give, she said a very mom like, <laughs> she could give a fart of sorts about pissing people off, basically. And she voted for Ben and Casey and Jordan and Kaz. And in her vote for Jordan and Kaz, she said this directly to Tori. And she was like, this will hurt you more than voting for you. Mic drop. I mean, she's absolutely right. I love Jody. I did not catch that part at all, but cool. I love that for Jody. I, I love that for Jody because she's absolutely right. Like, she's going to be bad. Oh my God, somebody voted Jordan in. Oh my God, girl, no one gives a shit. But shout out to Jody for, because the first person to say Jody's name was Tori. So it's only right that she returns the favor to her. Yeah, and Kellyanne also clocked everybody's teeth in not wanting to burn bridges, but they are letting certain people run the house. And so they put their vote on Casey and Ben and Johnny and Grant, because obviously what happened last week with Johnny, there won't be an option for them. And she said, her and Tristan said that they were actually ready to call out the wolves and bananas, Jordan. And actually Casey, which is funny because Casey don't do nothing, but she's just rolling the people that she's rolling with. But the day that she hopefully is eliminated, that's going to be funny because she's going to be saying all kinds of nonsense. I mean, we've seen Casey for the past four seasons now just be there and try to basically maneuver her way into these relationships because she's been casted on the show. She's played with Johnny twice now this season and last season of 38 and played with Jordan the same on the last season of 38 and of course the relationship with her girlfriend that these people have they're going to usher her in essentially in her girlfriend's place so I'm not surprised with the relationship it's just that it's the bigger names so that makes her feel more comfortable but we know Casey's game yeah and so obviously the votes were going towards Kellyanne and Tristan and Jody and Benha. And Naya reiterated that she didn't want to go against Benha and Jody, but was like, we might not take that into consideration. We might, I don't know. So yeah, those are our teams. There is options for West and Zara. And after that, Benha's talks, I forgot who talked to, I think it was Tori. He said he knew that Danny and Sarah were playing their own games but are appeasing to their partners in the group. And Tori's like, oh, our relationships, like you mentioned earlier, are protective shields for them, in a sense. And Danny told Sarah that, and Sarah and Justina, they're kind of a stalemate. Justina's like, are we in a hole? He's like, no, nah, we're kind of at a stalemate right now. Like, things are, aren't too bad right now. And Sarah said, it's like, next time, they're like, hey, we did y'all a solid and we voted what, what y'all did. Next time, roll with what we want to do. 
Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't know if they're going to honor that because I don't know how many of them are honorable people in that way. But I, like I said, I do respect them coming out early and putting their foot down and showing like, hey, we're not just going to roll over so that you guys can play to your relationships and we just are your hanger-ons essentially in this game. Like they've played a game of the challenge. They know what to expect and they know how to get the situations going and, and, and kind of position themselves to be there at the end because those three people were the MVPs of their seasons for a reason. Yeah. And Bannon and Danny had a chat at the bar. The only one thing I really wrote from that conversation was that Danny said that he knew that the legends are not trustworthy. He wasn't trying to fall into the trap of just running behind them. So I applaud him from that because people we know as of recent seasons who come in and they're partnered with the legend, they just follow the herd. But I like that this group of USA people we got, they got spunk and they're not afraid of trying to go get the rain. So, yeah. But I will realize that they don't, someone would have made note that Ben might be moving a little bit shy with like moving in with the legends. Well, we saw how Ben moved with Sarah, so it's not surprising. So yeah. I, I'm not surprised. Once Ben sees that he can get the relationship on the other side because he's with Casey and he can get that relationship with Johnny, with Jordan, you know, with Wes, with some of those people, with Tori, he's going to be on that side with them and be like, listen, y'all, y'all, whatever, y'all haven't played that game that long. Even though he should be quote-unquote sided with them, we've seen how he did Sarah, and I don't know how much Sarah trusts him. So, therefore, I kind of expect him to be on the other side with the legend. Yeah. When that part came up, I was like, ooh, this is Ben and Sarah all over again with Angela. Hopefully, it works better in his favor this time, but we'll see how that goes. And we go to the, the arena, and Brianni is hosting the elimination because TJ was being inducted into the BMX Hall of Fame. And some people were just cheering, like, yay! Hey, TJ, and they showed a clip of TJ's speech, and he was like tripping over his words, <laughs> which was really cute. But congrats to TJ for that because that's what he do. Yeah, congratulations. We've seen TJ going through a lot in the past 20 years of him hosting the show, him almost not making it in life. So it's great to see that he was honored for something that he did previously because he had a whole nother life before he was just a host as a challenge host, you know. So shout out to him for getting inducted into that Hall of Fame. Yeah. And so we have our losers of the week with um, Naya and Rodrigo and our house noms of Killian and Tristan and Jody and Benha. It's time for Wes and Dar to make their pick. And Wes said, this is going to be a straightforward decision. And they sent in Jody and Benha. So after this week, it's only going to be one Argentinian team left standing. And that's really wild. But they're really going to be pushing. They really accomplished mostly their goal of knocking them down. Yeah, I mean, it's sad to see that the way that it, it happened, it, it wasn't really on purpose, but I feel like just the domino effect of it being Claudia, then Huhui, and now we have this week, it kind of just just so happened to lay those cards out in that way. It wasn't really planned. Yeah. But it wasn't planned, but it's all it was always in the back of like the group's mind. Like, hey, we're gonna target Argentina. So it just so happened that Well right, because I mean once one goes down, you kind of see like, all right, they may be vulnerable and they're going to keep knocking them over. But honestly, I feel like last week, 
with Nelson, it was just whatever. Nelson bought that on himself. But then this week, I feel like with Jody and Ben Hart were so close to, you know, making it to winning it and then to get knocked out of the top three. And then Naya and, you know, Rodrigo being the last, I think that's what kind of cemented that. Because if they weren't last, one might have went in, but one still maybe, you know, it still would have kind of worked out differently, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. So Jody and Benha and Bayan and Rodrigo are playing oiled up, which each team will need to fill buckets with oil and running up a ramp to a well to pour it in. And there's a ball in the tube that's connected to the well. And once it meets the red line, they are done. The first team to get the ball to the line will win and say in the game. And it was very, it was a very neck and neck elimination because both teams are really going at it. Certain point, Rodrigo and Niall were struggling because Rodrigo had his injury, but he was really pushing through and really killing it. Yeah, I mean, this was the worst possible challenge for him to go through because now he has to go up an incline on an injured leg and holding on to oil, of all things. And I think just the physicality of the challenge and him trying to go through it, I feel like he did an absolute amazing job. And the person who was screaming in the background pissed me off so much. Like every time he <laughs> fell down the 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 slide or the the ramp and he hit the the sand, somebody was just screaming in the background and it kept blowing minds, bro. Like, yo, who is screaming in the background? Like, shut up. Like they kept really blowing minds. Cause he like he knows he's falling and he's injured and he's still going through it. He don't need the extra dunked it on, on it for you to be screaming in the background like what are you screaming for anyway i digress i i love watching uh naya and rodrigo though i feel like naya thrives in eliminations she does but she like she pulls it up another gear and for jody and benha i feel like the same like they were inspired for what they did earlier in that challenge like they were top three so they were just using that as motivation to you know continue on and i feel like it's a lose-lose situation for both teams because they don't want to see either of them go home. So everyone was just doing their best, essentially, against each other, which sucks. Yeah. It was – just seeing people's reactions to how when Rodrigo will fall, people just say, oh, and turn away, like, ooh. I'm like, this is why y'all don't need to be standing there while they be watching the nations. Nah, for real. But it was somebody blatantly screaming. Like, the captions on the bot, like, the closed caption said, shriek. And the person was really screaming. I don't know who it was, but they was blowing my like, bro, shut up. If I was Rodrigo, I'd be looking at them like, Kayate. <laughs> <laughs> but all in all, Ben Howard's able to pour the last bucket into the well and got the ball to the line. And him and Jody win the nomination. They stay in the game while Rodrigo and Anaya um, depart. Yeah, sad to see them go. I think that it was an emotional exit for Naya because she came back after she was, she went through her injury prior to the season of her being hospitalized and coming onto the season. And then just for Rodrigo to be coming on here and for him to get injured, it kind of just sucked. And again, just the compounding nature of how Argentina fell essentially throughout these couple of weeks, it just sucked to see. But hopefully we see... I don't know if we'll see Rodrigo again, but I hope Naya does return. I feel like we've seen her in All-Stars last season. 
And I would love to see Naya back on the main show just for at least one season. And, you know, so that she can at least get the opportunity to get to another final, hopefully win a final. Like, I want to see her do it. Yeah. She was really down on herself this week as well. Because, like, she was like, I could have done more for Rodrigo. But she really appreciated how he really did pit his brilliant line for them at the partnership. And her her growth has been amazing as a grown woman being mature and just doing things for herself. And I love that about her. A lot of people have a gripe with how Naya has been thus far. But like, she hasn't really gotten as much time to really like do a lot. But I would like to see Naya back especially on the main show because we need more actual good people on the main show and she she will provide yeah i feel like when she needs to she does and once she is left alone and she's quiet she's gonna be quiet and which i love that because why you don't need to be the ones that are loud and in mess all the time they're the ones who are targeted a lot like just stay under the radar do what you gotta do so you can get to the final that's it yep and we're going to get into the tweets from the week because we're going to get into Miss Kiki's. We need a, we need like a mini, this will be a mini segment with Miss Kiki's This is tweets. a segment. <laughs> this is called uh, Kiki Retweets, where we're just going to retweet out loud all of Kiki's tweets that she had published during the showing of the show. Because she has commentary every single week. And I feel like the more and more we're going to see the drama between her husband and some people on the show, the more and more she's going to say. Even though she was like, he asked me probably to delete this in a couple hours, but I'm going to say it anyway. I like it because we're going to screenshot it. <laughs> yes, I did actually <laughs> screenshot some, one of the tweets that she didn't. Well, she didn't, didn't delete anything because she was feeding facts. So we're all good on that front. I, when I went to go save my bookmark tweets and put it in our thread i was like they weren't deleted yay so we're gonna get into i have them if they were needed no i have them (laughs) awesome so the first tweet from kiki retweets people need to learn how to commercial carp oh i hate this word (laughs) people need to learn how to compartmentalize Yes, compartmentalize okay. real life. Yes, okay. People need to learn how to... Word, please. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Compartmentalize. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, wait, you just said it, and I'm like, what? But that word, real life, from gameplay, especially when you're partnered with someone who is there for actual competition and not just grow their only thing. Oh, she had more. Please continue. I'm, okay. Okay. Um, new rule. If you slept with someone, you partner with them. Deal with your own shit and let the people who came to play play. What I don't like seeing is my man pouting and stressed out on TV he takes competition seriously. He believes in make, in having fair opportunities to win with clear rules, but maybe that's just a professional athlete thing. This season is giving old school challenge, so nostalgic to watch. Real challenge fans know what's up. Like we don't need to see each player do the same challenge over and over. We want to see the house drama, social game, etc. And then I think the last tweet was. I really enjoyed Danny's gameplay, though. I'm excited for you to see a different side of him this season. 
Yes. And so, first of all, I love that she's a fan of the show so that she understands what's supposed to be happening in the house, you know, at certain times. And she also did answer somebody's question saying, basically question her saying, why did you make him choose Tori? And her answer was, because she's a great competitor, we don't get a full cast lineup before he leaves. So I give suggestions based on who I think will physically partner well with him, which makes sense. Like I said earlier, physically, Tori seems like a good partner. Socially is another issue. And so how I wish, and I love that he listens to his wife and takes her advice. However, comma, just next time, just make just make a quick decision. She gonna understand. I promise. Kiki will understand you later on if you explain yourself. But she's right. Like people have to deal with their own relationships outside of this house, and we've seen how that played out last season on Thirty Eight with Jordan and Tori, and that whole drama and how it became drama. So yeah, like you don't need that next to you. Like get that away from you. Yeah, that's a red flag. Like, Tori the walking red flag. The next tweet comes from Danny himself. LOL, so Wes is clearly stuck under the gate and didn't finish. That counts as a win. Or should we have gone to a stalemate? I call BS. And that stalemate rule didn't exist in real time. Yeah, so the stalemate rule that they had stated was a voiceover. So essentially, they just dubbed Brihani or I think it was Brihani or TJ's voice, whoever which one of them that they used to state the rules, they put their voice over the edited version of the game. So, yeah, like I said, production is just making it up as it goes. Yeah. Next tweet, the all-star girls and MVP folks are eating like they're providing way more than the seasoned flagship flops. And it's Exactly. True. Exactly. They-, they know how to play. They know drama. But they- it's not drama that they're trying to contrive. Like, it's actually within the game, which makes it interesting because they're playing the game. Yes. And they really are the, the MVP. They're the stars of the season thus far. We'll see how they fare later on, but they have really been the stars of this season. And that's what I like about it so far is that we have people who have their own things going on in the game and they have no BS about it. And them legends just got to deal with it. So, yeah. And I think that was, that was actually all the tweets. <laughs> oh, and no, the last tweet, I found it. I thought I missed one. I did. I stabbed people in the chest, not in the back. Johnny Banana, Sarah has entered the chat. Listen, not too much on the police now. <laughs> I don't I don't want no problems with real life police. No, not, uh, no, not, not USA Sarah. Sarah oh, Rose. Sarah, that he stole the money. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, then, yeah, that makes sense. Sorry. I, listen, <laughs> you listen. This is recorded. I do not want drama with no police. Okay, honey, do not try to get me caught up or lined up, please. Um. Yeah, but we all we all seen how he did, Sarah. I just feel like it is what it is with him. Yeah. The that, tape that. don't lie. <laughs> and neither does his bank account because he stole the money from her right from under her. So yeah. And those are all the tweets from this week. Always a ball to see Kiki tweet with us online. It's really enjoyable. And always, it's always really fun tweets. I really enjoy every week. Yeah, I, I love the new segment Kiki retweets because she's definitely going to give her opinion, which, you know, last season in the USA version, he brought up his wife every single time. But you know what? 
even though he made it a thing, I feel like it was properly placed because she has a voice. She watches the show. She knows the show's history. So it gives it a little bit more context. And I like, I like it. And she's a black woman. So of course I'm going to root for her. And yeah, that is the end of this show. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can at Alliance Pod. You can follow us individually on Twitter. You can follow Megan at Megs and Hines. You can follow my page at Ace underscore S5. If you're listening to this, you can watch this on YouTube at Alliance Podcast. Last week was our 100th episode, which was crazy. We're on one-on-one. Like, that's, we're moving. We're talking a lot. And we're going to yeah. keep talking. So <laughs> thank you guys for listening. We'll be back to recap next week's episode. See you guys. Enjoy your week. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye, oh, to the love of my life, my eye, oh, don't cry, oh, I need to go and shadow, shadow.